0: Book of the Month podcast. My name is Peter and I will be your host today. We've done this once
1: before. i uh, Peter, I'm Katie. I think we've done this once before.
0: <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Fine. Um, I'm Rachel today. Ah. You haven't much.
2: Oh, can I be Nick? <laughs> Was that a Nick impression? If you really? <laughs>
1: Do you want to be Nick? <laughs> if,
2: if, if you really want all of that. I, honestly, <laughs> it's probably really unpleasant for our listeners. Uh, so maybe we should be ourselves.
1: Maybe. Do you- <laughs>
3: Peter That is a novel I mean, idea. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick just
1: bought a house and it's gotta be married. Do you really want that?
3: Nick it just bought expensive.
1: a house and what? Engaged to be married.
2: Sure, why not? I mean it's not legal, but you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> it's expensive, <laughs> AF.
2: Houses or marriage?
0: Both. Mm, Both. Fair enough.
2: Yeah. Both or wives. <laughs> no. Hey.
0: <laughs> I like pretty things, okay? You no, Christian. You like pretty books,
2: and that's why you have Doug. That's true.
0: Craig, oh, Craig. there
1: goes
3: Craig. Craig. Oh fuck you, Craig. Oh, he was oh. sick.
0: Of, he was sick
3: of this conversation.
0: Calendars yeah. only cost two eighty to ship because they're media mail. Um, also, uh, Doug came up with Dougist for August, because I told him about Dan Sember.
3: Oh, so man. So I guess
0: he's in on this.
3: Is this so is wait. this our photo calendar?
0: Yes, our yeah, sexy calendar. This,
3: does this mean that we're all doing naked photos for the calendar? Definitely.
0: Hey, except for... No, maybe. Okay. Um, I think that, you know, since everyone is super duper uncomfortable, maybe we should do, like, a weight loss challenge before this. Sure.
3: Getting, yeah, Nico and Rob were being real, real bums about it they were not on board
1: <laughs> okay
3: I mean Anyways. as long as you're
2: okay with me like holding a skull in front of
3: my junk dude there are no rules no <laughs> rules except you can't actually show your dick well, and I'm not gonna ask that's any- a rule <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to ask any women Yay. to participate because, I mean, you can if you want, but I'm not going to ask you to.
0: Someone needs to hold a, someone needs to straddle and hold a fire hose, please. It's okay.
1: Katie's character in the newest <laughs> episode of, uh, Humber Kitchen might <laughs> have right? skulls for boobs.
2: <laughs> oh, yep. boob skulls. That's normal.
1: Um, Katie, can you pull that picture in here? Uh, All right, let well, me... let... Yeah.
2: Let's get back on it. Okay, okay. Sorry. Hi, and welcome to the Fantasy Book of the Month podcast. We're a group of crazy people who talk about books.
1: And some, sometimes um, we talk about books. Other times we just talk about random things.
2: That's right. Usually we all read uh, our own book based on a the theme. Uh, but this month we have all read the same book. Crazy. I know. Hey. Like a book club. Yeah. Hey,
1: Peter, who are we?
2: Well, we're a bunch of crazy people. I just explained that. <laughs> but I was going to get to this part where, hi, say hi. I'm Peter Schaefer, and with me are Rachel. Hi. Nick Evangelista. Howdy, howdy. Dan Evanson. Hi. <laughs> and the Katie.
0: That's me.
2: And uh, we do this. Seemingly every month, I don't actually pay attention after we're done talking at each other. So uh, maybe these have never been published. I don't know. I think there was
1: a new episode recently.
2: <laughs> I believe you. I listen to all of our podcasts Called Rachel. Do you really? Nerd. I'm actually curious,
4: Dan. Do you? Uh, I do.
2: <laughs> Is it entertaining? I don't understand personally.
1: <clears throat> I want. I listen.
4: Uh, yeah, I'm a fan of ours. We do. We do a pretty good job. I- that's pretty great. I'm so glad. I mean we're no why is this a thing or two cents radio, but you know, we're 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 up there. We're doing our We're right.
2: no Nostalgia Plus.
4: <laughs> I mean Definitely saying, not there's pinnacles Definitely that not. cannot be reached. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, <laughs> Wait a minute, we're exactly that.
1: <laughs> I mean there might be a rogue episode of Nostalgia Plus coming soon.
4: <laughs> a rogue episode.
2: Careful it'll stab you in the back. It's a D&D <laughs> reference yeah. for you.
1: Oh, I mean, it is Hunger Kitchen, Kitchen hijacking the show for an episode.
2: Oh, weird. Acceptable. Yeah. I I don't know what that
4: means.
1: We're watching. In, uh,
4: it means it will not be the regular cast of Nostalgia Plus on the episode. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Wait. If I would love. You know, that's a great idea. We should have like. Peter, Rachel, and Katie just take over 2 cents radio one week. Oh man, that would be awesome. <laughs> just like n- no context, just completely switch up who's hosting every show. What do you even talk about I on don't there? Know. Oh that one, there's no no plan. Oh, oh We that's should do? A great. Would I lie to you. What is oh, that? Stop it.
0: Maybe if you're a fan of the show, you'd know. Okay.
1: Well, maybe if
2: I were, I would, but I'm not so I don't. So somebody tell me.
1: Uh, so uh, stay tuned for me, Peter, and Katie uh, taking over a random <laughs> Too Many Thoughts media podcast.
2: Sounds great. All right. So what did we read this month since we all read the same book? Katie? Ghost
0: Talkers! Ghost Talkers
2: by Mary Robinette Cole. which...
0: Kowal or Kowal?
2: Koal. Really? Because I tried watching a thing ahead of time to hear it pronounced so that I'd say it right. But maybe I'm wrong.
1: Well, this anyway. is why you go straight to a source that knows. I think Dan's met Which this is... author, and it, I have. And...
4: Okay, Koal. I'm pretty sure it's Koal. Koal. All we right. try. <laughs> I could be. We could be very embar- embarrassed <laughs> later on.
2: No, no, that's uh, you know. Well, we'll just you just delete this part if I was right after all, and if we
3: weren't, <laughs> then you can seem like the hero, and I will be the goat. We are officially endorsing the pronunciation <laughs> "Koal." I want to be clear about that. <laughs> this is <laughs> a official stance. Oh, Nancy!
2: Now I have to go watch that YouTube video again. Go, no, on.
3: I. I uh, apologies if we did mispronounce it, but we will uh, hopefully set that record straight pretty soon. Yeah. Actually, anyway, so uh, Ghost Talkers.
2: Who wants to, uh, to intro the, the theme?
1: Uh, Dan, go ahead. Since so you just uh, the book.
4: Yeah, so um, I, I like a lot of uh, Mary Robinette's books. Um, See, now and, you're not going to say her name either, are you?
1: I mean, it's her first
4: name. I mean, Cole <laughs> <Yeah>. to <didn't say laughs> her first name. But, yeah, Cole. Uh, um, but uh, I think Ghost Talkers is a really great introduction to like the kind of um, stuff that, that uh, she does. Uh, she's a couple other. Series out, but I think this one, you know, it's a standalone book. She has a couple other series, but um, this one is um, it. Kind of is it does a lot of the things that she she likes to do in her books, but but it's standalone. So I thought it'd be a good good pick for us. So the book is about uh, Ginger Stuvison, uh, an American heiress living yeah, in I don't London. Know how
2: to say that last name either.
1: We're Stuvison. She's name is Ginger. Her name is Ginger. <laughs>
4: Ginger, yes. Uh, Ginger is engaged to a fine gentleman, um, and uh, she's also uh, helping out during World War One uh, as a spirit medium. So, in the world of ghost talkers, um, the the English, I think it's the English, right? Or is it American? I don't, I don't remember. No, it, it, it's, it's all, the English. It's
1: all British. Yeah, yeah. British. Just
4: the allies. Uh, America Bridge, hasn't entered okay. the war yet at this time. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> so they've got a leg up on the Germans uh, because they can communicate with their soldiers after they die. So they're using it as like a means of getting word back from the front uh, by this group of spirit mediums called the Ghost Talkers that... Uh, essentially like get messages from soldiers and soldiers are actually trained to expect to be sort of summoned up as spirits after they die and try to, because dying is a somewhat traumatic experience, especially in war. And, uh, they, they try to give useful information back to the spirit core. Um, mm-hmm. and that's, uh, you know, now that's, call it
0: post postmortem recon. Yeah, That's a <laughs> that's great That's a pretty good name for it, <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. Um, and, I mean, none of that is actually like the plot. Uh, we're we're going to have a spoiler-ish section uh, of this episode since we all read the same book. Right, at some um, point we're
2: just going to declare spoilers and everything from then on will be your fault if you listen to it. Yeah,
4: yeah. but that's, that's kind of like the setting and the main characters. Ginger is mostly navigating the... The front, the 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 front, the World War One, you know, kind of the border between French and F- France and Germany, um, as she is trying to solve uh, the mysterious, some somewhat possibly mysterious death of her fiance. Like that is the plot. So, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and it helps that she is like not a normal not a normie she's she's got spirit help so and other mediums to help her she's not like alone i thought that was like a really interesting part of the book which was she's not she's not like the lone spirit medium right she's not single-handedly delivering the war and in fact like world war one is really just the backdrop to the story um ginger is not like you know off to assassinate uh the leader of who's
3: who's in charge of Germany one the Kaiser that's right yeah, yeah I, I I do I I have to say I really enjoyed how personal this story was I mean it it, it really didn't have to be World War One. it could have just been any war in a way it was just very much a, a personal story about these particular characters and it didn't really feel like it was about the war in a greater sense well
1: i think war one worked perfectly just because of the desperate nature of trying to get um information uh the low tech of the era and like how different that war because that was the turning point between modern warfare and uh other uh types of warfare before that it's
2: it's a really good point i mean it was the first time we had masses of the dead like that um and the the theme of of you know recalling their their the spirits of the deceased for debriefing, uh, it was a really good way to highlight the the violence the slaughter of that war.
1: Yeah, like in Britain, mm-hmm. whole towns went to battles in the same battle, and they all got wiped out.
3: Hmm. I mean, I I this idea of having a spirit core and th- the way that they use their abilities to collect reconnaissance and also to um, relay information <laughs> across to people f- far away from them as as, um, as Ginger ends up doing later. Um, I, I kind of would love to see this used in other settings too, though. Like, even a civil war, I could see it being very interesting in the U.S. Civil War.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it could work for that. I just think World War One was a perfect backdrop.
3: No, I agree with you. I agree. World War One was definitely like I think the 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 yeah, best. Yeah, because for more modern
1: war, you have to contend with its usefulness against uh, modern right. technology, such as like radio communications.
3: And it was also mm-hmm. global.
2: You know, I mean, it would be interesting to see it recast um, in a different era. But it's, and I mean, although we're, I think we're right in the, our consensus that this was the perfect war to set it against. Um, but within the context of the the world and that world's history, it's really unlikely for it to have come up at an earlier era, uh, because the way they talk about it, um, they they developed what the was it the the technique that they used thanks to what was her name Helen,
0: yeah,
2: mm-hmm. um, who was, where is she from?
0: Jamaica, I think it was.
2: That sounds right um and uh i mean the the book the book did a great job of illustrating how hard it was for someone of her skin tone to get any attention at all and uh and be listened to in you know the early 1900s um right and if she's the one who brought that technique to the table then it certainly wasn't going to be listened to by anyone in authority in 1865 or anything
3: yeah, I think the point I'm trying to make is that I just I think this concept is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think, and I want yeah. more of it. I re- I really think that's all I'm trying to say. No, no, here. you're saying it's a, it's a very rich, <laughs> it's a very rich theme yeah. there. It's super cool. Yeah. And right o- right away it it grabs your attention and pulls you in.
1: Yeah. It could be interesting in earlier wars, I just don't think it would be as viable, I guess.
5: Mhm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, just cuz how the strategy of war was back then with um Mostly, it was smaller battlefields, at least in Europe, the smaller battlefields with uh, lines of men firing on each other.
5: Right.
2: That's true. And you really didn't have that balance. I mean, we've talked about the balance of technological communication versus, you know, the slowness of it already. But you really didn't have that balance of being able to send. Uh, uh, the posthumous casualties I suppose uh, to a central location and then actually acting on that information if you'd tried that during the American Civil War there would have been no central location near enough to everything because you, you lacked the speed of travel
1: Yeah. <laughs> thank
2: god for trains <laughs> oh yeah trains are great
1: <laughs> um,
4: yeah I mean that also introduced like a lot of interesting parts to the novel where she she has to travel a lot, Yeah. right? She doesn't yeah. get somewhere very quickly at at all. It helps that like there's only pretty much the front and then uh, the sort of staging area where the oh. spirit core are kind of hanging I out.
1: Know what this reminds me of? Uh, am I the only one that read Robin Hobb's books?
4: I think I've read at least one of those. I, th- I may
2: have read one, but nothing's coming. To I don't right.
1: think you have because I introduced them to you, Peter. <laughs>
2: Then maybe I haven't But either way Nothing's coming Okay uh,
1: In the Far trilogy There is a type of magic Where you, it's basically tel- uh, Telepathy kind of uh, And mm-hmm. that's They use cohorts of uh, Magic user Or that type of magic users To send information And to like Strengthen the king And to gain info- uh, It's like It's like the spy unit And stuff like that Right It's similar But they don't use dead people <laughs>
4: Right. Well, it's solving a communication problem, right, with magic. And, and, you know, that's a pretty slippery slope. I know that, like, a lot of times when uh, they do that, you know, especially in, like, urban fantasy, you're like, you know, why don't people just use cell phones? You know, uh, Dresden is probably the best example because there's a whole aspect of the plot that's just around wizards blowing up technology pretty much for the sole purpose of removing cell phones from... The aspect of the story in Percy
1: yes. per- they're like technology attracts uh, attracts uh, what is it? Monsters. Like okay, you just didn't want techn- fun.
2: Yeah. yeah, that makes perfect sense because we see monsters around us all the time when we're using our
1: computers. Um, <laughs> uh, humans can't see monsters. Uh,
3: That's super convenient. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of uh, this way we're going with the conversation here I, I do have to say i really appreciated also her effort to as much as this is obviously fantasy right mm-hmm, um yeah. there was a strong effort to make it feel like it could have actually fit in with world war one the way it actually happened like she used real battles yeah. mm-hmm. um she had a, a lot of like historians i think helping her correct her facts and keep it yeah, mostly, the, mostly the,
2: accurate the acknowledgements uh, right. mention a lot of people which is pretty great
3: and um, I, I I, like how the idea of the spirit core um, and using ghosts wasn't common knowledge so they, they get into how um, they basically didn't actually tell their own citizens what they were doing Nobody, <laughs> people who saw the spirit core workers thought they were like the help or nurses Right the, or the they,
2: esprit de corps right they're the spirit you know, rah, rah, right? They're yeah, like the
0: hospitality. They raise groups. morale. They have mm-hmm. tea rooms and they stuff. They lift
2: your spirits. Which right. was a real this thing. Was like a,
3: Yeah, this oh, right. was a, a closely, closely guarded secret. And the reason that Germany doesn't have this technology they get into is basically, uh, I guess they, anybody who was a medium. In their society, had been killed long ago for being like a witch. Basically, it's right. The They've been prejudiced, in,
2: own, uh, right. in eras prior, and then they're also. I really enjoyed the the detail of how they were, um, you know, obfuscating their tactic by having you know famous uh, magicians like Houdini is the one they mentioned, right? Uh, you know, duplicating their effects, um, right? Just spread... To, yeah, and then saying the idea like, idea. here's Craig's, how we did. Craig's
0: it. gone. Oh. Craig's gone. Fuck you, Craig. <laughs> well, let's let's this take is, that.
3: From- should we just stick with individual recordings, we meet Tonight, I we might know. want to because this is going to be a nightmare to edit with a billion different things. Yeah. That it is. Should we just stop summoning? Yeah, players? let's just not bother with Craig. Yeah, I guess it's fine. Okay. We're all re- we're all recording, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, yep. good. Um, I had a
0: double check. <laughs> I'm going to do that, too, actually. Okay, wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Good, good, yeah, good. You
3: can go back to what you were saying there, Peter. Will. What was I saying? About um, how they, how they used was, like, Houdini. Yeah, it was
2: really cool how they used historical figures, or in particular Houdini, uh, to to make up spirit uh, talks and seances and in ways that could explicitly be debunked in order to to um, obfuscate the fact that they were doing it for realsies.
3: I'll, Yeah, they were discrediting their own practice. Also, also I
1: believe it was in vogue during that time uh, for nobles or uh, people of wealth to conduct seances. Uh,
5: Yes. I've seen
1: it in multiple different literature. Nothing actual, like, historical fact, but I've seen it in, like, Miss Fisher's um, murder mysteries, uh, Mm. some other historical mysteries that I've read during this time, period. Yeah,
2: I think—
4: yeah. yeah, it's totally a historical fact, right? This is the era of Arthur Conan Doyle and Houdini mm-hmm. and the age of spiritualism. Oh, yeah. It was running rife during this time.
3: And even um, the the sort of Easter egg of having Tolkien be a character. <laughs> there there was, another, there's was another Easter
1: egg, but I'm trying to see if anyone else caught it except for me.
3: Well... Uh, maybe I don't you can tell us right in a second but I uh, Tolkien was um, actually at the battle that she cited him at
2: yeah mm-hmm. so so I I knew that and I flipped back and forth over the course of the book of like seeing uh, Tolkien. You know, as a character in the book and thinking, oh, that's really kind of self-indulgent. And then as it went on, I was just like, yeah, but why not? It's just so much fun to have the nod (laughs) to the to the author there since it's entirely, you know, time, place
3: appropriate. So I I, right, like it won me over. And it's not she doesn't do anything with that character that would be like, you know, egregious or anything. like Right. It's not like she
2: didn't really fictionalize him. She just kind of not put through a nod his direction.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Don't you remember the little uh, side thing where he and Ginger totally fell in love?
2: Oh, right. I (laughs) forgot about that part. Definitely (laughs) canon. Yeah. Okay. Did you write some fanfic maybe of this book
0: a little bit?
3: (laughs) Or that part where...
0: I
2: That
3: part (laughs) where where Ginger said, you should write a story about elves and hobbits and... Oh, yeah. She gave him the
0: idea. I bet that's
3: totally Mm.
1: real. Like, that happened in real life. Yeah, um... Yeah, there was a character named Leftbridge Stewart.
2: Who was it? Oh, that's no, right. There was a character right.
1: named Leftbridge Stewart. In the, okay. in the 60s, Doctor Who, there's Brigadier Leftbridge Stewart in for unit. Brigadier General. During oh. the Tom
4: Baker era of Doctor
1: Who.
3: Yeah, Tom Baker. That's that's cute. I like yeah, that. I, yeah.
1: I caught it. I was like, I know that name? Ah, I know why that, that name is important. So,
2: okay. So, question. And I I, I think you know that. You probably know the answer. Um, did Doctor Who make it up? And then she made an homage? Or were they both taking from an historical figure?
1: Uh, I don't know. Because,
4: uh, Doctor Who made
2: it up.
1: Okay. Um, okay. Because, historically, he in the show, it was set in the 60s. It wouldn't make sense for him to be fighting in World War One, But... Okay. It's probably a good nod to British, uh, to, to British uh, references, I guess.
4: Right. 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 In the canon of of Doctor Who, Leftbridge Stewart is like a a
1: Brigadier
4: General. Uh, right, but I mean, like his family is a pillar of British society, so to speak. Like, you know, his his daughter, I think, is in the modern. Doctor Who uh, she was. in several episodes. So, you know, mm. Lethbridge-Stewart is like a whole thing uh, in Doctor Who. It's if a like Doctor to, Who
2: institution.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. It, so it's <laughs> likely in that canon that his ancestor or grandfather or something fought in World War One. Yeah.
4: Entirely likely. So I also
2: really liked the just kind of the description of how they did their spirit spiritualism right the kind Mm -hmm. of like slightly detaching your own spirit or soul push it out of your body and then that exposes you to uh, the senses that you don't normally have Um, but it's also a risk
1: well it makes sense because it's basically like um insulator for current your body's an insulator to the uh, uh, spirit world
4: you're right. putting your raw sure. conductor
3: out into the into the spirit think,
1: world. That just
4: that sounds, sounds dirty, hot. Dan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I think this is where the idea of the word "medium" being used comes from, because you're like the in between, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so. Um, but I, yeah, I, I really do want to ask her, uh, basically, how she chose which aspects of uh, the paranormal to include and which not to. Hmm. You know, because I, I mean, there's there's so many elements when it comes to to being a medium or talking to the dead and stuff. And it was I, I thought the the way she structured it was very well done and coherent. And it is easy to understand without needing to be over explained. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. Uh, should we go on to the spoiler
3: section now? Absolutely. OK, sure.
4: listeners.
1: Ben
0: died. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist.
4: Okay. All
0: right, listen. I think I
4: said that at the beginning. Yeah. The I just didn't say his
2: name, yeah. Spoilers. We're going to activate spoiler warnings. If you continue on from this point, it is on you. And I am pointing aggressively at my microphone at
3: you. It's on you. I, I do you. feel like there's really only one major spoiler to be concerned I mean, about.
1: but this, who, who, who done it, really?
3: Right. It's, yeah. Okay. Um, Basic, early on we're, we're uh, introduced to the fact that there is a traitor yes. or several traitors who are trying to give information about the spirit core to Germany. Yes. Those dastards. And, and, and um, due to the way that the being paranormal or being a ghost works, you don't necessarily have full access to all of your memories and the further you avoid going into the light, the more fuzzy things become. So they... Even though uh, Ben, her fiance, was killed, he didn't see who killed him and he doesn't remember everything that happened right before. So it's sort of this puzzle of trying to figure out who's the traitor. Yes, yeah, so and he's I love fast enough like,
2: before he like loses all coherence.
3: Right.
4: And not just like lose coherence, but like become bad, right? Like it's he's going like, to the dark side if he doesn't go into the next world. Like
3: he will be he, a bad spirit. It's just- I didn't get his that. his base instincts of yeah. attack and I guess because right? oh yeah sure.
1: um, as spirits fade they just become uh, impressions of the strong impressions of the last feelings that they felt really
2: right so yeah he would basically devolve into into nothing but it's kind of a reflex reaction yeah,
1: especially if he faded when he like ginger was being attacked or something.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, spoiler time. Who else suspected Mero from the time that he walked into the walked in the door?
0: Not, <laughs> I couldn't remember if he was blonde or not.
2: I also have no idea what his hair color was.
4: <laughs> I, I think it was like the second time he shows up, and I'm just like, "What is this guy doing here?" And yeah, it's, yeah, it's the time yeah. that he Didn't walks he have a, like, into it,
2: Ben's quarters when Ginger yeah. is there. Right. As soon right. as that happened, I was like, "That's very suspicious." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But oh, but almost
0: totally normal. But I was very oblivious. Was normal.
2: Wait, what was that? Rachel? I was
1: very oblivious the entire time.
2: Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. I'm not, I don't okay. try
1: to solve things when I'm reading them. It takes the fun out of it for me.
2: That's fair. I can't help it. Uh. <laughs> I don't know that I was trying. I was just like, "What is he doing here? This is this is weird.
3: He shouldn't be here."
1: Well, but um, I I think yeah. it
3: just is. I don't think knowing necessarily is like an indication of a badly laid out and i'm not saying anybody said this but uh you, like I, I think it was just um it was hinted at or hinted around well enough that like you could figure out figure out and it does make sense but it wasn't and it, explicitly obvious and and i i i felt like
4: it was presented – like I, I was suspicious enough that I doubted myself almost immediately where I'm like, oh, no, this is too oh, yeah. obvious kind of yeah. – And right. I feel like that's one of the great uh, absolutely. Present presentations of like a mystery is when you that, and talk yourself out of – And I
2: respected a great <laughs> deal. Yeah, I, I was suspicious of him immediately, but I wasn't confident enough to write him off uh, at any point until the actual reveal. So I think that was – very well done I
1: think I I mm-hmm. think I clocked him when he gave the, the names for the journal like when he was reading the names mm-hmm. um, from yeah
4: the, oh right yeah
1: It's like how you can't read this how do you know these are what these say
4: <laughs> yeah, what did you, you guys be. think of the codes in the uh, throughout the, the the novel um
1: they're very basic codes that I learned in high school
0: really like the book codes
2: mhm yeah. I mean
3: so Okay, the-
0: sorry, not all of us went to spy school, Rachel. I like the book codes. <laughs> I mean
3: I like
1: them. I just they
0: they're very common. <laughs> it's
3: just re- were they common during World War One though, or was that sort of a new thing? Uh, th- no, no, they were very c- common to World
4: War One. Uh the the spies that existed during the time often did this with like uh you know, the Bible is kind of like the mm-hmm. the classic choice, but yeah. Because you could almost always find a Bible somewhere, yeah, right? Like if you go in Europe, anyway. Um, although you do need but, the right uh, edition. Yes, that's that's true to some extent. Except that the Bible comes with uh, its own internal you know, chapter remar- and verse. demarcations. Yeah. That's true. That's true.
1: Yeah, um, although, uh, like, I like it because the they're very hard to crack, as it's stated in the book. They're really hard to crack. Right. I used to do this all. Yeah, the, simple but effective. Yeah, I right? used to do this all the time for myself. Like, pick a book and. Did some
0: like book
3: ciphers? Yeah, That's an I, interesting I little thing it. you did.
2: It uh, it made me wonder if she read the same book that I did about codes. Um, which was a a, a great book uh, called Silk and Cyanide. Um, although that book focused on World War Two. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but no, it was a you know really good book, and I enjoyed seeing some you know some accurate code work included in there. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I one thing I will say is there was a, there were a couple of sections where it would list out like uh, a bunch of words and numbers and basically garbled gibberish. Was it? Were you listening <laughs> to audiobook? No. Oh, okay. I wish I could hear them just say zero zero one zero one zero zero one. Right. <laughs> it was like a paragraph of that, and and like. I can't help but think that could have been uh, shortened down to like a sentence maybe of just like she read the code. Like, I don't know if I really needed to see the code unless unless there was actually a chance of me, the reader, being able to crack it.
0: Yeah, because at the back of the book, at least the one that the edition that I had, there was like a little acknowledgement section where she was like, yeah, and my book codes do line up if you have this edition of the book
2: oh yeah, that's no, cool that's, it's, mine says the same thing and I, I appreciate that um,
1: I don't know because I gave my back to mine back to the library
2: <laughs> well you should have stolen it instead it wasn't my libraries. No. <laughs> don't don't steal from the library
1: that's
2: a that was a joke yeah. um, it, it,
1: it wasn't even my libraries I got it from like William and Mary's library in Virginia
2: well definitely don't steal from
3: their library <laughs> Yeah, shout out to
1: Williams and Mary <laughs> College. University.
3: Williams and Mary, I'll fuck you up for a book. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm still in hiding. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I did, considering that it, it takes up less than a quarter of a page when one of these you know book code number series comes on, I think it's easy enough to just skip and can move on. Uh, yeah, it was a minor, it's a minor group also, for yeah, sure. You on the
1: series of unfortunate events. There's, several, there's oh, yeah. several
3: pages that are just black. Oh, yeah. And when I was 10, I thought that was hilarious.
1: And there's like an entire <laughs> page of do not do this at one point in the second book.
3: What? Uh, Why yes. are there pages that are just black? It's, so, let me... I'll, okay. <laughs> like, I've let read me,
2: them. It's been, it's been a long time. I do not He remember. was
3: describing how dark an elevator was for like oh. a page. And then you turn the page and there's a picture of the elevator. But he just printed, printed black ink. Oh, okay. God, I just I think okay. Katie turned into a werewolf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, my dogs are just kind of biting each other's faces. Oh, that's Griffin normal. Griffin just came in here, so I don't
2: And And he, now he's biting that. the dog's faces. And, you no, know.
0: but he's got little tears in his oh. eyes. Oh, oh no.
2: okay.
3: Griffin. Give him a candy, yeah. you yeah. monster. Yeah. Give a he knows
0: exactly where they are. He can get them himself. <laughs> not that I approve. Okay, I gotta sort some shit out. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: we'll hang tight. Yeah.
4: It's a normal Monday night. <laughs> oh yeah, in the Minnesota, it's not.
1: It's it's not oh. an F bomb episode if we don't have Katie's dogs barking.
5: Yep. Oh.
2: Oh, so, how get... about that sporting event? What
3: sporting event? The, sp- gonna... the
2: sport game. I, I don't I don't know. That's the closest I can get. Yeah,
3: I'm going to give Katie this episode to edit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Unacceptable. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. A, a book series I read in a child has a good TV show. Which one? Alex Ryder.
3: Oh, nice! Oh wow! It's oh, on, my friend uh, uh, Zach uh, read that. I haven't,
4: I haven't watched it yet.
1: It's on like Prime,
4: Amazon. Yeah. I'm <sighs> like
1: episode four. They they decided to ignore the first book and go to the second book because <laughs> the first book already has a movie and it's terrible.
3: Is that like Buffy the Vampire Slayer? They just kind of like ignored the movie and just continued. <laughs>
1: I <laughs> say I've never seen the Buffy movie but I've seen every episode of, of uh, the series except for season 6
3: that's exact okay well I shouldn't say that ex- yeah I've, I'm obsessed with Buffy and Angel the spinoff wait, I don't give a shit wait why did you skip season 6
1: Willow's is my favorite character and I don't like her seeing being her e- be- she's- oh, okay. season 6 is her edgy phase where she kills a lot of people and I just don't want to watch that
4: that's true she rips the skin off that guy. Yeah. Yeah. More awesome. It's
0: awesome. I don't want to see that, so I didn't watch I it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I skipped. Well, now I feel weird because I've never seen Buffy.
3: You should watch every single episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer tomorrow.
0: Yeah. That's uh,
3: not possible. Don't <laughs> have
0: time for that.
2: That's like watching all of the original Last Airbender in a single day. You just can't do it.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I what I love is this was a time when TV shows had uh the guts to actually put out 20 episode seasons. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Instead of now. Now they do that, but only for superhero shows that you can't watch as a season cuz you get bored of it. <laughs> cuz
4: Yeah, I oh, mean, Well,
2: that's their fault for not doing a good yeah. job. Seriously.
4: Bucky. Yeah, they didn't need 20 episodes. Well, for it's like The, the Mandalorian Mandal- season 7 or whatever it is. <laughs> and but The
3: Mandalorian puts out 8 when they could easily oh, put bad. out like yeah, 25. No, well, the Mandalorian is great though. But, but I'm saying they could put out like 25 episodes and it would still be good. Like, there's so much material out there, and it's a monster of the week episode, anyways. Like, it's it's a, nearly.
1: A, it's like Supergirl puts out like 25 episodes per season. I'm just like, the show's not even good.
3: I know it's such a.
1: Shame. I mean, the se- first season was really good, mainly because they had Cat Grant as a character, and then she stopped being a character, and that I didn't care anymore.
3: Such a shame. Yeah. All right.
1: Back to the show.
3: Katie, you're All editing right. this one, by the way. Oh,
2: Sorry. fuck. Why? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <Is> Nick's busy. <laughs> That's fine, I guess. We'll see. So, um,
4: anybody have any complaints or critiques they want to level at the book, I guess?
2: Um, you know what? No. Not really. So, instead, I'm going to say another nice thing.
5: <laughs> How dare <laughs> you?
2: <laughs> I, I really appreciated um, the the What do you like the the equalism or something like that? The equality inherent in the philosophy of the 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 narration. The the main character uh, was a woman in a very highly sexist era, and you know pushed back against that at every uh, time. Every time it reared its head, and I appreciated that. Um, You know, however, however. You know that might make only a little dent in the era, or might not have had an effect for the the you know highly gendered era that it took place in. I still appreciated it happening because we're all reading it from our modern day sensibilities, and the same with the racism um, of the era. And the book uh, included both of those things: the sexism and the racism. Uh, but, but addressed them uh, directly from a moral viewpoint uh, from today. And I found that uh, very well done. Yeah.
4: It didn't like gloss over it. It didn't, you know, try to say like, well, this is how I wish it would have been. You know, it, it gives a pretty real experience of the world, but gives us a character that. Has somewhat modern sensibilities and also one that you know has room to grow in that area and recognize some of her own. Um, I don't want to necessarily call them failings, but maybe failings is the right word. But, um, shortcomings
2: or or development opportunities is just
4: understand, like, starts to understand, you know, somewhat her privilege, somewhat, um, you know, how even though she is a tough time. As a woman that like she it doesn't come necessarily anywhere close to the experience of the black woman in their midst. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. and and she recognizes that and and we all kind of get to watch her grow in that experience. You know, that's really a part of the book for her is kind of coming to terms with her own empowerment and also, you know, trying to empower others, you know, kind of at the same time. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's something that shows up a lot in. Mary Robinette Cole's books and um, I, that, that's one of the reasons why I really love like almost everything she's ever written um, because they they include a lot of that she doesn't shy away from, from painful growth for characters that are easy to identify with you know I think sometimes authors make their characters really likable and in doing so don't necessarily challenge them in Painfully emotional ways sometimes, you know, it, you know, a lot of times that challenge, emotional challenge, will come from like loss or something like that, but not necessarily like personal growth the -hmm. way I think a lot of Mary Robinette's characters do. Well said. I
1: was going to say, this is my opinion, but it also didn't come off as like white savior as well.
2: Right. Um, yeah, and I guess it well, makes sense <laughs> that it didn't come off that way because it, you know, it was a an American woman coming
3: into a British uh, space. Yeah, and o- but, but ultimately yeah, I mean, I think Rachel- was saved by all of these people. Yeah,
1: like right, and yeah. there's right. the Indian driver, uh, Corporal Kapel, uh, Pat- Patel. Excuse me. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and there's and Helen. There. Yeah. Yeah, so it's definitely not like the white American woman saves the day. In fact, she's the most reckless, uh, <laughs> like, no plan type of person. I think person. that's
0: very on par with American women.
3: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: As an American woman, I think that's very on par. Wait, is you, you
3: feel seen. It, is yeah. Minnesota in America? I thought it
0: was
3: Canadian. Oh, my God. I did, too. I thought it was part okay, of Canada. you know what? <laughs> Katie
4: pays her taxes, I assume, like everyone else. Uh,
0: yes.
4: Like everyone
3: else or, like, you guys? Nick <laughs> doesn't
1: live here either. He lives in, um, <laughs> he, he also lives in Canada.
2: I was going to say Nick lives in e- Evangelistan. That,
1: that's, a, that's too close to e-
0: Evangelist.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, that's his last name. He lives in his own country. He's a sovereign citizen, right?
0: Is it... That- <gasps> Peter, do you live in Pretoria?
2: I can, if you want me to.
0: Uh, yeah, like the Family Guy episode. <laughs> is,
2: it, is that a thing? I don't
4: know. Yes, yeah. it is. Oh. Um, my f- From well, like 20 like years ago at this point, I think.
1: I, oh, good God. <laughs> it's okay. Bleep this part out because it's contains my last name, but me and my family live in... Uh,
2: yeah. It just means
4: like...
1: Yes. <laughs> but please bleep that out because it does complain my last name.
4: Uh, <laughs> like how Rachel is like, listen, I'm gonna tell. Uh, I want to be part of this, but also please erase my part of this. <laughs>
1: yeah, I wanted to tell you guys because it's kind of funny. It's ongoing joke in my family. Like I'm the colony.
4: <laughs> I just like. I just like. I was never here. Yeah. But also, I definitely was.
1: Listen, I think it's it's an inside joke. it's like my dad calls me. it's like, yeah. I have you paid your taxes yet? I'm like, no, because I don't have any taxes <laughs> to you. I left ah, 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 ah. It's, a, it's like
4: <laughs> Rachels Rachel's giving them the no taxation without representation speech to her own family. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah uh, well,
2: excuse me, I don't have a seat in your home parliament.
1: It was just because, like, um, my car's transmission went out and they paid for it, so I was paying them back for paying for my car transmission. Uh. (laughs) So it was taxes.
4: (laughs) Throw that shit in the sea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Send them back. So I'm the
1: colony. And like uh, we were talking about, as they called me, I was like, "It was like you get, do you have your uh, passport updated?" I was like, "Do I need a, vi- a visa to come visit you?" It's like, "Yes, you have to wait for our uh, quarantine period of two weeks." Of so like, I, yes, I wait in the quarantine That's... for two weeks and leave.
2: That makes sense. You got to make sure that your colony charter is up to date yes. and that you've shipped home enough wood. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. This is the. It's like so. What so when I move to a new state, there's it's gonna it, it's gonna be worse. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, sorry, this is just a really. I found it really funny because my family does this a lot. It's kind of funny to me.
4: <laughs> anybody got anything else to say about the book?
1: Um, I really enjoyed okay.
5: it.
2: Yes, I quite enjoyed yeah, it. Too. Favorite character? Who is your favorite character?
0: Um, I Mrs. Robinson.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: Aww. cheers to
3: you, Mrs. Robinson. Copyright do strike.
2: Do, 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 do. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh,
4: All right. I just like she has a gun.
0: <laughs> I like that well, she that w- the... would just knit and hand out random things to random people like, oh, darling, you look a little cold. Here's a muffler. I feel like Katie what? would do that as an old lady. <laughs>
2: No, I, yeah, I, I, love, I love that she was getting that. her flirt on with the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that was super cute and super sad. I ca- yeah. I really like the relationship
1: between Ginger and Ben.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay.
3: No, they were it was super cute too. It, it it was it was um in in many ways like the story was sort of about her journey towards closure as well. Right. Mm-hmm. It was about the mourning process. Yeah. And I thought that was really nice. It, the way it was done i'm
1: gonna make a very stupid joke but every indie pl- it's, it's like every uh, indie puzzle platformer uh game it's about the stages of grief
5: <laughs> yes
1: oh <boy>. <laughs> 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 there's a lot of indie <laughs> pu- puzzle platformers that are just about the stages of grief and different metaphors
3: yeah it's just a trend lately um
5: I I, I, I I
4: thought it was like super interesting that like they were not married you know like they right. were engaged i think i feel like that added a lot like it, it put her in such a precarious position in that era because you know she was you know now a woman sort of out on her own again and and not under a man's umbrella like i think this is still the time period where women couldn't even necessarily like own property and that kind of stuff. Like uh, everything she had or like might have inherited would have gone to her husband. Like it's that kind of era. And so it really adds to the, her situation, you know, to, to have them be uh, only engaged when he's killed. And it, it leaves her sort of like, even though she's like taking charge of like trying to find out who killed him and finish his mission, so to speak, and and protect her own people. But like it's so outside the norm of like what a woman in that era is supposed to be doing, you know, mm-hmm. I just it was part of it that just sort of enriched it. for
1: um, it. it kind of reminds me I was reading the, the gaslight mysteries recently. I read the first two books and the main character is a widow midwife. And she's about like in her thirties, and she's a midwife. And but a lot of people, especially the upper class, look down on her for being a woman who works and supports herself. And this is set in the eighteen uh, nineties, I believe, or eighteen eighties, or something like that. Um, she's also she was also originally from a wealthier family, so her dad ex- like keeps expecting her to live with them and for him to ex- support her, even though she's thirty and a widow and makes a living by herself. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was not a good era for the independent woman.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> it also added just to the the sadness of it, though. Obviously, because it's just like what could have been was lost. You know. Yeah. Uh,
1: it, yeah, I think it was also in vogue for them for not like to get married because of the war and stuff.
2: In, in vogue. I know.
1: In vogue is not the correct word. It's not like. Oh. Okay. It's like uh, in style for the era for their class. Well, that is
2: what that is what you mean by in vogue. Yeah. That's, that's that's correct. I just I mean I th- I thought it mentioned at some point like they were planning to get married and then the war happened or something. Yeah,
1: it was like just cuz their class they were not supposed to get married because of the war.
4: Wait, why? It changes
3: her prospects to become a widow yeah. rather than right. a- almost married. Yeah. Huh. Because if you're a widow, it's even harder to like get married again, right? Is that the idea? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, so is there, is especially it, that if that you don't, don't have
4: property off. that can be, you know, brought over as an American. Right. She you know, can't. She can't she would have, she, take his estates she would,
2: or something because they're right, right bound up to the noble nobility or something. Yeah,
1: it would yeah. go mm-hmm. to his like nephew or the next. Old, the...
2: I see. So it would ruin her prospects without any sort of respite because because his cousin would
3: would get the. Estate. Yeah,
1: the next the right. next male person in in that family
3: line. Right and there's Which is, there's a lot of regret too from Ben and Ginger like throughout the story about how like they wish they did just get married and because boy they wanted to bone yeah well that's part of it but
1: <laughs> the entire book you know
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah Ben yeah <laughs> Ben did like mention how at least you would have gotten a. A stipend, a military stipend, or something. But then she mentions back that her family is loaded and she doesn't need right. The money. Right. I don't need your
2: military stipend. I want your boner.
3: <laughs> right. Which is like totally valid.
2: <laughs> oh, for sure. It's like, man, I, I wish Katie were here.
1: <laughs> Katie, <laughs> um, it's just like, give me your dick.
2: <laughs> yes, that is. Those are the words she couldn't say because it was a. It was. They were too proper. She wanted that ghost D. Um. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> you like cut out there and all I heard was that ghost D. Yeah, oh, I said it. she wanted that ghost D. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, i
5: yeah.
3: I'm sure it'll be in the recording. It just won't be in the Discord call. That, oh, that's fair enough because we're all recording
2: independently today. Right. Um, oh, man. Exciting times. Yeah. Um, I like Lady Penfold as a favorite character, I think.
1: She was the aunt, right?
2: She yeah. was, yes.
1: Okay. Well, I'm really bad at remembering names after I read books, I'm just like...
2: I, I had to look her name up just now, so I waited until someone boring was talking and then looked it up.
1: <laughs> so me?
2: Uh, no, actually, I don't think so. So, you know, no.
1: What <laughs> about you know. my diatribe about a series that I read and want to read the third book of, but I can't get the third book yet?
2: <laughs> oh, so maybe it was you, I don't remember that part. Um, did no. we
0: even talk about the cousin? Wait, a little, uh,
2: but... only men- We only mentioned, because I, I was curious, I, I asked about why they hadn't gotten married, and, and it was explained to me that that would have left her a widow with few prospects, and his, the estate would have gone to the cousin. So the cousin came up, but that's mm-hmm. the only extent. What do you want to add?
0: He was, like, supposed to be the big bad.
2: Oh, yes, he was the distraction. Yeah. He was he was the the red herring. the red herring yeah that's right
1: he was a douchey uh, nobleman basically
2: yes Ooh. and he was he was exactly what it said on the tin.
0: <laughs> Did any of you get like the vibe that after spoiler retagging spoiler <laughs> uh, Ben like commanded his body for a minute or two there that he was like catching feelings for Ginger?
1: I think like. Isn't like it used to be in like the olden times that like when if a man died the, the engagement went to like the next the brother. Yeah.
2: Sometimes because it was basically a, a financial transaction that had already been completed between the the oh. the wife the woman and and some sort of like body of property oh, or something please. like that.
0: The woman's father.
2: Right. Sorry, I, I meant that the woman and a body of property were the things exchanged.
1: Yeah. Oh. I think that happened in
0: yeah. Game of Thrones. I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but I think that happened. Oh, it
3: totally um, did. Yep, it With did. With the
0: Starks. Okay.
3: With uh, Tommen and Joffrey. What? So, uh, uh... Right? Yep. Okay. I,
0: I know that that's why Caitlyn married Ned instead of... True. Brandon. Also
3: true. Also true. Good point. Uh,
2: so, I didn't get the sense that the cousin was was catching feelings so much as, like... Kind of feeling the vestiges of the emotions that he had just been a, a, a carrier Well Yeah, for. and then
0: he's gonna keep them forever, and then be like, "Oh, you know what? Are you, that, are you are you, uh, are you that drawing Ginger more fan fiction?
2: Stuvizifcent. <laughs> Stuvizifcent. She's, you, she's, are you are you are you are you drawing more fan fiction over there, Katie?
0: Well, I mean, I'm not gonna say no, cousin
2: cousin Reg, Hart, uh, Ginger Stewie forever. Be a uh, Doinkin. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh
5: be Doinkin.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, uh, I'm sorry you were I don't know, taking care of dogs or something, you missed the conversation where we talked about and by we I mean I talked about how much Ginger wanted that ghost penis.
0: I also said that very briefly.
2: Okay. Yes.
0: I mean who wouldn't want that ghost penis? I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess he. And he, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what he looked like. He was kind of pretentious with his literature.
2: He was a bit, wasn't he? Yeah. With well, that classical education. Pfft.
0: Early nineteen hundreds British dude. Yeah. Of a rich family. What else do you expect? Better taste Where in literature. Where did he go to school?
2: Wheaton. They mentioned his school at one point. At Where did he go? Cambridge. No. Oxford. Maybe. Probably One of
0: those two Yeah I think what? they mentioned
2: his Oxford days Yeah
0: that sounds about
4: right I just feel like Katie is saying that that ghost D is probably unimpressive You know what I'm saying Small
0: <laughs>
1: Thanks dad <laughs>
0: that, that's that, I
3: Well I mean it that's feels like nothing's Reg... there
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that's why Reg was such a big dick Cause you know
2: Oh no that's Whoa.
0: why Ben didn't like Reg.
2: Oh, he had penis envy?
0: Apparently. Oh, yep. yikes. Okay. Maybe we should not publish this no. part if we're good.
4: <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I mean, I
2: feel like you know, Boal needs to know what she's getting into.
4: Yeah, you know, uh, I hope we get a chance. To, so it's possible, you, if you're hearing this, that we might be interviewing Mary Robinette later on. And uh, if, when you guys get a chance to talk to her, I feel like she can appreciate this conversation.
2: I sure so. hope so. I hope-
4: a <laughs> lot of her books are, I don't know, sex positive, I guess is the best way to say oh, it. I thought you were gonna she say writes a lot a of dick. married couples that really enjoy each other's Still
2: company. Still dig each other. <laughs> they re- <laughs> yeah. Really enjoy each other's company.
4: Like the, a lot of the uh, lady astronaut series is the lady astronaut in space tr- coming up with various methods to send love notes to her husband back on earth <laughs> and dur- real real dirty <laughs> oh, okay. i
0: thought you were say, gonna say figure out how to do different sex posi- sex positions while in space yeah i was gonna no, like, i haven't I'm read excited, the latest one then, so that
4: might be and then you were disappointed like
2: how hard is it to write a sex note i mean you use a keyboard
4: like anywhere else
1: yeah
4: oh, they don't really have those in space,
1: I think it's
4: in like the sixties. No, it, part of the, so in the Lady Astronaut series, an asteroid hits the Earth in sixties. The nineteen, it basically pre. I, I want to say it preempts World War Two. Oh my! And so war. I think World War, no, no, no. Is that right? No, it's just after World War Two because people have been in the war. So it's like in the early fifties. And so computers are not a thing yet. Oh, so it forces we don't, we don't us to colonize even. space with Apollo era technology. Interesting. Or maybe not even Apollo era. I guess it's I mean, the, I mean, I the, the decade I, before Apollo. But.
2: I knew after reading this book that I should check out more of her books. But, But, you know, that sounds interesting. Also, apparently Ben went to Uppingham School.
0: Never heard of that. <laughs> Sounds pretentious.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is, you know, for someone of his class and stature and
4: stature class.
0: Is Mary, um, Mary Robert, uh, British?
4: No. Okay. No. No. Okay. I right now I think she lives in Tennessee.
3: Oh, really? I've she heard She lived Tennessee.
4: in Illinois for a while. I saw her, like, at least once a year <laughs> at it's a book not, release or something like that. So. There's another
2: indie role-playing game publisher I know who lives there. It's not David Spears, is it? No, it's Robert Schwalb.
4: Oh, okay.
1: Oh. I just know so. there's a lawyer that I like to listen to who lives in Tennessee. <laughs> he recently released an ASMR reading of the Constitution.
5: <laughs> oh,
2: God. Okay. You know what? I think that is. That's enough. Yeah. I think we've talked enough about things. <laughs> things and words. Words and things. Does everyone else agree? Yeah. Uh, good. Good. We're, Consensus reached. Yeah.
1: We did I don't know all. how much of steps it's going to be making it in. Probably
0: everything because Katie's
2: editing. <laughs> She's <laughs> going to leave the worst of the worst and yeah. I'm just
0: going to randomly bleep words to make it sound really dirty.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes, please do. Just please cut
0: please. out the part where I was talking about my family
1: thing, though. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Talking yeah. about what, Rachel? Your last name is <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I sorry
1: I mentioned it. I shouldn't have done it, but it was funny.
2: No, no, don't That's feel bad.
3: Feel good. I I like
4: to use the Family Feud x uh sound effect for blanking out <laughs> words. <laughs> for, <laughs> it just sounds great. I prefer
3: the, the side slide whistle.
1: <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's end this episode.
2: Right. OK, so I've been Peter Schaefer. You can find my stuff at ShoelessPeteGames.com or P.A. or at Pete at Twitter where I do things. Next.
4: <laughs> I'm Dan Evanson. You can find me at DanEvinson.com. I'm sorry, uh, where you can buy my book, Dave Woke Up. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Sinister Infant. Glorious Katie.
0: I'm Katie. You can find me on Twitter where I sometimes tweet if I remember I have it. Or in my house where I yell at my dogs for interrupting recordings. Isn't that every episode?
1: <laughs> yeah. Rachel. Hi, I, my name is Rachel. You can find me on the two other podcasts that we do and you can find me on twitter instagram and twitch um at argent rabe
3: and nick evangelista yeah uh you can find me twitter and instagram at tacky slacks and you can listen to some of the other podcasts on the website like why is this a thing and two cents radio right or nostalgia plus which has this very general uh host body i think
1: it's the same Um,
2: Right. And uh, what is it? Homebrew Kitchen, yep. um, which is some of these people and other people. <laughs> um, and that's it. We just talked about a book. Booyah. What's our theme for next month? I don't actually know. Uh, I
1: believe it's manga or a graphic novel.
4: Oh, f- yeah. Yep. All right. Well then. Hey, we made it to 2021, you guys. We did it. Hey. Uh, don't don't say <laughs> no, that yet. That's January. when this publishes, but
2: we might all be dead by then. So yeah, uh, I can
0: hear the asteroid now that you've said it. <laughs> that's
3: right. Excuse me, Dan. You've just killed it. It's a us sure all. thing. Here's the thing. If, oh, if they're li- if, if they're listening to this episode, we did make it though.
1: Yeah. Anyways.
3: Yeah. Okay. What if it's Yay. the aliens? <laughs> then
1: they're gonna have a weird time.
2: I suppose they will. The
4: archaeologists. That's right. From from the alien people that visited our blasted planet.
2: Yes, they're thinking, oh, this podcast sucks, but we should find this book. Um, (laughs) Anyways.
4: Even the culture of this era is unsalvageable. (laughs)
2: Let's burn it all. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. And as always, keep reading. Goodbye.
5: End recording.